the last few months, I've been trying to dedicate myself to long prayer, long prayer. What I mean by that is like an hour uninterrupted time with the Lord talking to him. And I'm shooting for like one or two times a week and it has absolutely changed my life. And my goal of this episode is try to convince you to do the same thing. And that might seem super daunting and unattainable to you. Like the idea of praying for an hour uninterrupted just seems like impossible. Like what would I talk about? What would I say? I don't know. Well, I'm going to break down long prayer in this episode into three stages to help it become more digestible. These three stages are going to include things with like unique frameworks to pray through, psychological tips to improve focus, and much more. Okay, the three stages of long prayer are simple, but also like wildly complex. So they are stage one, pre-prayer. Like what do you do beforehand? Like if you think that you're just going to walk into an hour of time with the Lord and just pray forcefully and fervently for an hour, like I'm, I'm worried about you. I'll just be frankly honest. The second stage is para-prayer. Para just basically means during. Like what are you doing during prayer? We're going to talk about ways to increase focus, memory, et cetera, et cetera. And then the third one, you can probably guess it, post-prayer. Do you know that Americans have about a 5% memory retention rate anytime they leave a uh, lecture, conversation, or anything? And so the same will be true of us in prayer if we don't have a post-prayer practice. Also, if you hang around till the end of the episode, I have two resources, a book by a famous theologian, an extremely powerful sermon. These two things sit me on a trajectory for actually wanting to be someone who spends time in prayer regularly, and I'm hoping they do the same for you, and so I'm really excited to share them with you guys at the end of this episode. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. The average person listening to this is going to either have one, two, or three of these limiting beliefs whenever it comes to praying for an hour. The first limiting belief is they're going to think that they just don't have the time for it. Okay, like an hour a day, like once a week, twice a week just seems like a lot. Like, I don't know if I can commit that much time. Like, I just, I don't want to try to convince you to spend time with God because that just feels weird. Like, imagine me trying to convince you. Like, hey, you should like spend more time with like the creator of the universe that is holding every single molecule inside of the oxygen, inside of your lungs together so you don't combust. And he is in heaven reigning eternally and spiritual beings are casting down their crowns and singing, holy, holy, holy is the lamb. And he knows you personally, knows everything that you have done. And he actually came down from earth and put on flesh and died for you. And he loves you and he wants to spend time with you. You should probably spend more time with him. Like, doesn't that just kind of feel weird? <laughs> like, like, that'd be me being like, hey, I have a million dollar check for you. And like, I know that this would just burden you so much. Like, I just, I really want you to take it. Like, I, will you just please take it? Like, I know like you're not, you don't know what to do with it. And like, it's probably just, I don't even know if it's worth it. Like, you probably don't even want it, do you? But like, will you please take it? Like, I promise it'll be like, isn't it just so dumb? It's a million dollars. Okay. This is all I'll say. Like, you will make time for the things that you love. Like, that's just a fact. You make time for the things that you love. Okay. The second limiting belief that people have whenever it comes to long prayers is that they just think that it's unnecessary. Like, why would I need to do that? Like, that just seems like extra Christian or something like that. And I just want to challenge you like, mm, mm. do you know in the Garden of Gethsemane, God is, or Jesus is, is he's with his disciples and he's getting ready to die, right? He's, we know a couple chapters later, he's going to be hanging on the cross and he tells his disciples, hey, stay alert, stay alert. And if you know anything about staying alert in the Bible, it's almost always paired with prayer. Staying alert 
It means to stay alert spiritually, which means to pray earnestly. We see this in Colossians 4, 2, 1 Peter 5, 8, Philippians, I don't know, 6, 18. And, and so when, when he says stay alert, he's not saying, hey, drink a Red Bull and don't blink and make sure you stay up all night. No, no, no. He's saying, hey, will you pray earnestly? And what happens? Right? The disciples fall asleep and Jesus gets pissed. He gets pissed. He walks over and he goes, are you guys kidding me? You can't even pray for... What does he say? You can't even pray for an hour. You guys can't even stay alert for an hour. And I think this is one of the first times ever, and one of the only times that the Bible gives an actual number to the expectation of prayer. Okay. I think that's just that if you want to sit here and tell me that it, praying for an hour is unnecessary or extra Christian, I think Jesus would say otherwise. I think he would say, are you kidding me? You can't even pray for an hour. And the third limiting belief is, man, what would I actually like do during that hour of prayer? Like, how would I stay focused? Like, how is my mind going to wander? How is it not just going to be a waste of time of me just like thinking about whatever, getting distracted? And that is what the rest of this video is about. The three stages of prayer, pre-prayer, para-prayer, and post-prayer are all about helping us get the most out of that hour of long prayer with the Lord. So let's get into it. Okay, stage number one, this is pre-prayer. I'm not talking about like the hour before the 10 minutes before prayer. I'm talking about your whole life up until you spend time in prayer. That is the pre-prayer stage, okay? I'm gonna give us three tips to help us optimize pre-prayer so that whenever we get into that one hour with God, we are ready to go. Tip number one is we have to have dopamine leveling. Like if you wanna pray for an hour uninterrupted with the Lord, it's gonna require some life change right? Like, like if you are addicted to explicit images online or social media or gaming, like you are, your mind is not going to want to spend an hour in prayer. Every time you get ready, you're going to be like, wow, your mind is going to subconsciously tell you, why would I do this whenever I can go get a cheap dopamine hit somewhere else? But on the contrary, if you have practiced dopamine detox or you have put boundaries on these things so that you are not addicted and maybe you can you, you, you're not just a, like, your mind isn't just always thinking out, I need to, I crave this dopamine hit. I crave this dopamine hit. Then you're going to be more willing to do hard things. Okay. Things that are more quote unquote bland or, or regular or mundane or less just boom, 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 right? Like prayer, like an hour of prayer. Your mind's going to be more willing. Okay. So tip number one is you have to dopamine level. You have to have a level dopamine just to even enter into prayer for an hour. The second tip to pre-prayer is environment curation. Environment curation. Um, James Clear is an author of Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is a book about habits. It's not explicitly about prayer, but it's one of the best books ever about habits. And he says something like this. I kind of paraphrased it. He says, environment shapes our behavior. So by curating our physical space in a way that aligns with our goals, we can naturally steer our actions towards those goals with less reliance on willpower or motivation. Like what he's saying is if you want to be someone who spends more time in prayer, then like go make a prayer wall or have a prayer room or a prayer closet or a prayer desk or a prayer chair, like cultivate an environment that whenever you enter into it, you're thinking about prayer. Like that's what it means. Like, hey, like set the vibe, right? Like get the aesthetic, right? Like get yourself the coffee that you want to drink, Get your environment right. Get the color palette right. Get this space right. Don't let anything else infiltrate it. Okay, I have I have half a room 
in my house dedicated solely to prayer. And it has changed my life. I love just being able to enter that space and not have distractions or anything like that. So step two in in pre-prayer is environment curation. Okay, step three is you need to plan your prayer material. Okay, you need to plan the material that you're going to bring into your long prayer with you. And what I mean by that is not make a to-do list. I want to pray for mom. I want to pray for dad. I want to pray for sister. I want to pray for my exam. I want to pray to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. No, like that is not what I mean by planning your prayer material. Instead, I'm just going to, instead of explaining it, I'm just going to give you a list of like 10 things that I'm talking about. And you can, you can go through and hopefully this will help you get the idea of what I mean by prayer material. Okay, here's a list of 10 ideas. Number one. You can have a prayer scrapbook where you print off pictures or use sticky notes of things that you can kind of pray through or pray about. And even while you're praying, you can just start doing the scrapbook. Like you can, you can be doing the scrapbook while you're praying. Okay, number two, you can have a prayer book like The Valley of Vision or New Mercies Every Morning. These are books with prayers in them dedicated to help stir your heart to prayer. To prayer. You pray through what's already on the pages. Number three, you can have a worship playlist that you can play during your prayer time and you pray along with it, right? So it's like you hear the lyrics, you're a good, good father. And then you pray, Lord, you are a good father, right? Like I'm, I'm thinking about this time that you were good to me. I'm thinking about this time you were good to me. It says, it's who you are. It's who you are. And you go, it is who you are. <laughs> like you are a good father. Like you always have been and you always will be. I see it all the way throughout your word. Like you really, you really are a good father. <laughs> That example has me dead. Okay, example number four. Okay, you can have a chapter of the Bible that you want to memorize or some verses that you want to memorize. And you can actually in- intertwine two spiritual disciplines, prayer and scripture memory. And what you do is as you're memorizing the verse and you're praying, and you actually start to pray over it too. Okay, so you, you'll repeat it. And then you pray over it and then you close your eyes. You don't look at it and you pr- and then you repeat it and then you pray over it. And then you go to the next verse and then you try to do verses one, two, and three together. And then you pray for them and you're going back and forth, back and forth. Memorize it, pray over it. Memorize it, pray over it. Okay, number five. This will be crazy, but I, I mean, I think this would be very valuable. You could read through old journal entries if you're a journaler and pray through them. Like think about praying through man, a breakup that you went through a year ago and just all these journal entries of you just being distraught and broken and you can just be like, man, Lord, you were with me in the valley of the shadow of death. That seems so extreme to describe a breakup, but it is what it is. And you just, you pray through it, okay? So that was number five. Number six is you can scroll through your phone contacts and just pray over the names that stick out to you. Number seven, you can have a mantra, a phrase or a word that you just pray over and over and over again for five or 10 minutes. Just, Lord, you are my shepherd. 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 Like that actually does great things to your mind and to your heart. It becomes a staple of who you are. Number eight is you could go buy a world globe. Like I'm talking like an actual globe of the world and you can spin it and put your finger on it and just find a country around there that you want to pray for and then just start praying for them. Okay, number nine is you can scroll through your church's staff directory and pray for your pastors and the staff members and the ministries. Um, or, and I love doing this, is you can, you can have a list of your favorite promises in the Bible. Just promises, texts, and the word that stick out to you. And you just, you stack them up like a catalog and you pray through them. So like Psalm 23, like, Lord, you are my shepherd. I just want to dwell on that all my days. Somewhere in Jude, it says, Lord, you are able to prevent me from stumbling. Like you can keep me from stumbling. Like that is good, good news. Somewhere in Romans 5, it says, 
Lord, your spirit intercedes when I'm praying. Whenever I don't know what to pray for, man, you are interceding for me. And you just go through them, go through your whole catalog and you just add to the catalog as you become more and more in tune with scripture. Okay, so there are three ways and tips that you can prep your prayer time. Pre-prayer stage one, right? You have to make some life changes. Maybe that's leveling your dopamine, whatever it is. Number two is you need to create an environment that you can truly spend time with the Lord. And three is you need to have some material ready to go. You need to have material ready to go. Okay, let's move on to stage two, right? We've we've prepped the material. We have our material ready. We are at our prayer desk or whatever, our phone's in the other room, and we're about to start praying. Stage two, para prayer, during prayer. This is the actual hour of prayer. I'm going to give us three tips again of how to stay focused and spend quality time in that hour. Tip one is pretty obvious. Pray through your planned material, like what we just talked about. You're basically going to develop a menu of a bunch of planned material throughout your 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 time being alive, just things that you think about driving with a friend, whatever it is. You're going to have this menu, and then you're going to create an itinerary for your hour of prayer. So it might be like, man, you know what? I bought this book, Valley of Vision. I'm going to pray through that for 15 minutes. I made this playlist. I'm going to pray through that for the next 15 minutes. Okay, I have my promises of God that I love. I'm going to pray through that catalog for 15 minutes. Okay, now I'm going to pray for like things that I need in life. You know, Lord, help me with this, this exam, the more traditional style of prayer. Boom, that's your hour. Like think about that. That, that goes pretty quick. It's not that hard to do that right there. So the first tip to para-prayer is during prayer is to literally pray through your planned material. Tip two is a psychological tip, man. You have to pray out loud at least for some of your hour, okay? Praying out loud, talking out loud, doing anything out loud is proven to increase memory, cognitive focus, and emotional interest by up to 20%, 20%. So just by praying out loud, you're going to remember what you're praying about, praying about. You're going to be locked in and you're going to be more emotionally connected to the father just by praying out loud. Okay. This might be a little weird, like especially if you have roommates or something, like just let them know. Like it's just, it's not that weird. Okay. Just let them know. Be like, Hey, I'm just going to be praying. I might be out loud. It might be kind of weird. You might hear me, but just, just ignore me. Okay. And just, you don't have to do it for the full hour. You don't have to just be spitting bars for a full hour out loud. Like I, I shoot for 50%. I want some of my time just in my head, just relaxing with the Lord. Sometimes I'm forcefully praying, pleading out to him verbally. The last tip for the actual hour of prayer stage two is to give yourself grace and be okay with silence. Okay. I'll talk about the grace real quick. Like it is okay that your mind wanders. One, it's going to take a long time to develop the skill of prayer. Like it just truly does take a long time. Okay. So give yourself grace. I thought that this was a quote, but I couldn't find it whenever I went looking for it. If your mind wanders in prayer 10,000 times, and that is 10,000 times that you can come back into the grace of God. Like he is ready for you to, your mind wanders, man. Hey, come on back. That's what he's saying. Hey, come back. Come on back. No worries. No worries. Come spend time with me. All right. That's all he's saying. Okay. And let's talk about silence, man. You, it is 100% okay to just sit in stillness and listen to his voice. And I know that this can get kind of weird. Like, how do you hear God's voice? For me, it's just a thought that sticks out is aligned with scripture and maybe is convicting my heart or encouraging my heart. I don't really know if it's from the Lord. I don't always say that it's from the Lord. I'm not just going to assume that factually every thought that I have that sticks out is from the Lord, but, but that helps me just listen. Like, Lord, what do you want to say to me? What do you want to say to me? Let me just sit here for, for five, 10 minutes, not just say anything. Be okay with that. 
pro tip, if you set a timer and just stay in the space until the timer rings, I truly believe that the Lord honors this. The Bible talks about how the spirit intercedes for us in prayer, even whenever our mind is fruitless. So if we're praying and our mind just doesn't know what to pray for or wanders, the spirit is still praying for us. And so I truly believe that if you just set the timer, stay there, the spirit will pray and just trust that the Lord will work. Okay. The last stage of prayer is post prayer, man. You have finished up your hour and you're about to go about your day, but you want to remember what you talked about. You want with the Lord, you want to remember what you heard from him. You want to remember something to take with you into your day. So I just have one quick little trick that I've been adapting into uh, my routine. And, and it's, I just, I don't want to give you guys too much. So let's just do this right here. What you're going to do is you're going to take a sticky note or a piece of paper or something. You're going to take a pen and you're going to write down a phrase, a word, something that you feel like stuck out to you that you want to take with you. So let's just say uh, forgiveness. Let's say forgiveness stuck out to me. I'm going to write down forgiveness on this sticky note. Okay. I feel like maybe the Lord was telling me that I need to forgive somebody or I need to dwell on his forgiveness. Can you guys see that? It says forgiveness, whether the, the, <laughs> I don't know where the focus is. No, that's terrible. Okay. It says forgiveness. Then what you do is you just fold it up. Okay. Once, twice, doesn't really matter. And you're going to put this right here in the same pocket as your phone. Okay. You're going to put this in the same pocket as your phone. And every time you reach for your phone, you're going to feel this. Okay, it's gonna be obvious that it's in there. You'll hear it crumple or something like that. And you're just gonna you're just gonna quick prayer, Lord, would you help me forgive this person? And then boom, maybe you pull out your phone, scroll on Instagram, no big deal. Okay, then you put your phone back, maybe it falls out of your pocket and you see it on the ground, you pick it up, Lord, would you help me forgive this person? Like I need your help. I need your help. And just those little deposits throughout the day will make a huge difference. This is a small little tactic that I got from I believe it was John Mark Comer on a podcast. And so I've been taking it with me and I've really, really enjoyed it. So I haven't done it a ton. I've only done it maybe three or four times, but I truly want to add this more to my routine. Okay, that was a lot. That was a lot. We just covered a lot of ground right there. If I could summarize, man, the three stages into kind of one sentence, it'd be this. Hey, if you want to pray for an hour uninterrupted, you need to plan material. You need to pray through your material and you need to leave your prayer with material. Okay, and there's a lot more to it that we talked about, but I think that is a good starting spot. Plan material, pray through material, and then leave with material. Okay, before I tell you about the two resources, the book and the sermon, I just have to say one quick thing. I just launched a newsletter called The Impartment. And if you love content like this, you're going to love The Impartment. I send one email a week. It's basically a three to five minute read. And it's a unique biblical insight like, whoa, moments or wow, I never thought about that in scripture. And then I bring it to life with stories, uh, statistic, quotes, something to just kind of make it stick a little bit. And then I summarize it and condense it and simplify it into one or two really practical tips that you can take with you into your day. It's very similar to this episode format, but it's never the same content. It's always free. You can unsubscribe at any time. If you refer 20 people, you will get a limited edition Glory Be podcast hat. It's a nice 100% cotton five panel hat. Uh, they're coming soon. So I'm sure that they'll be displayed in the next video or two. And it's only through the referral program. That's the only place you can get it. So if you're interested, the link is in the description. Make sure you go hit it. Like I said, always free, unsubscribe anytime. Also, I just want to acknowledge like the reality is not everyone can pray for an hour. Like there are moms out there who 
have to watch a ton of kids and they can't do anything for an hour, let alone get in silence and, and make a half room and dedicate it to prayer. And so I just, I want to say this, hear this loud and clear, praying more or less does not make God love you any more or less. And it doesn't even make you a better or worse Christian. Okay. Like, like if, like know your circumstance, some of you are going to abuse the grace of the father and, and hear this as an excuse and be like, Oh, I don't have to pray for an hour. And you're, yeah, whatever. But like, just know your situation. Like the Lord sees you and he is not distraught if you can't pray for an hour. Okay, the two resources. Number one is a book called The Complete Collection of E.M. Bounds on Prayer. E.M. Bounds was a theologian in the early 1900s, I think, and he wrote so many books on prayer. And what he did is he packed them all into one book. It's like 600 pages, but what the nice thing is, is you can go to the table of contents and just pick out a chapter that sounds good because it's basically just its own 80-page book. You don't have to read it from front to back. You can just pick it up whenever you want and read it in short spurts. It has been amazing. He talks about forceful prayer. He talks about the theology of prayer. Like, man, how do we view God if he's not answering our prayers? How should we be praying for things? Like, am I allowed to pray for things? Can I like pray for me to get this job? And like all of the questions you have are in this book. He absolutely crushes it and it is timeless. Okay, this book was recommended to me and it is changing my life. I'm not even done with it and it is phenomenal. It's kind of sent me on this trajectory. It's amazing. The second resource is a sermon by Francis Chan called Prayer Makes a Leader. Prayer Makes a Leader. And I'm going to link it. I'm going to link this and also link the book down in the description. But I listen to this sermon like every six months. I come back to it and I re-listen to it over and over again. And he just, it always spurs me on to want to be someone who takes prayer really serious. So that's it. I love you guys. If you're watching this on video, make sure you click the new video on the screen for more content. Peace.